0: Reds now! He scored! He scored for in the Barnabu. Welcome to the Away Days Football Podcast and here's your host, Big Gunner. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of the Big Gunner Show and obviously I'm your host, Big Gunner. So today we'll be talking about Arsenal potential incomings and outgoings, pre-season as a whole and my expectations for the season to come. So I thought we started off pre-season quite well in terms of the players we were bringing in last season, it was, you know, sort of the backup players that we didn't have that cost us quite a few points last season. When Partey got out injured, when um Tierney was out injured, we didn't have the sufficient cover to replace them. So it led to us losing to quite a few points last season. So it was good that we went out and started addressing these issues, but... Over the last couple of weeks, it seems to have dried up. So one player that we have been linked with is obviously James Madison. And, you know, we watched him in the last game against uh, Man City. And obviously he looked like he was fit and ready to go. And it's a player that we've all been looking at. And I think we, is one player that we would l- like to have at our club. But again, I just don't know how feasible it is because Leicester may or may not. I don't know just because of where we finished last season. I don't know if they see us as a threat, but I would like to think that we're direct competition for them at the moment. Um, Would they want to sell one of their prized assets to us? Um, They've just seen Grealish go for 100 million, so I wouldn't put it past them asking for something quite similar. Is he as good as Grealish? Obviously, he's not, but to them, they may see him as good as Grealish. Um, So... I'm I'm just hoping that you know we can sort of get them talking at around 60 million obviously we know that because he's English and he's still young and he's still got some growing to do as well that you know the fee is going to be high but I think it would be one that's worthwhile um, personally I'll I still be looking for a, another striker because it's all well and good making these chances but we just don't look like we're finishing them and in preseason, Lacazette has looked really sharp, and a Bamiang, I just don't know. He just doesn't look like he's on it anymore. So, for me, that is one of the most worrying things going into this season. Is the form of um, a Bamian and the fact that Lacazette has never scored more than fifteen goals. Um, in a season, so, you know, if we're trying to get top four, we need to be firing all cylinders and players need to be scoring lots of goals. An alternative that we have, obviously, is to bring Odegaard back, but we don't know what Real Madrid's current plans are for him. Um, watching him last season, obviously, he made a massive difference in my eyes, but again, did he do enough to warrant a big transfer fee coming to Arsenal? I would be happy for another loan and then, you know, if he proves to us that he Is good enough and he can do enough for us, then obviously, then we sign him at the end of next season. But currently, now would I want to be parting with 30 40 million pounds for him, which is what's rumored? Um, personally, not moving further out the pitch. Two players that we've been linked with are um Tammy Abraham and obviously Martinez from Inter Milan. Um, Martinez from Inter Milan is a yes for me, although he's not an out and out striker, I see him as a bit of a sanchez mold and i feel like you would get loads of goals in this arsenal team tammy abraham on the other hand i just don't know man it's it's, it's he's just for me it's just a hard one like, we've seen him miss a lot of chances but we've also seen him score quite a few goals and including goals against us but i just don't know again if it's not a loan it doesn't make sense spending you know 40 40 million pound on him and we've got sort of balogun I know in Ka hasn't really looked like he can make it, but I don't feel like Tammy Abraham is that much better than either of the two. So spending 40 million pounds on Tammy Abraham, even though he's got some attributes that I would like to see at an Arsenal player, um, from an Arsenal player, sorry, out front, sort of in that Danny Welbeck mold. But again, just like Danny Welbeck, they just didn't have enough, or he doesn't have enough goals in him personally to. Be our number one striker another player we're rumored to be looking at is Kieran Trippier and to me anything more than sort of 10-15 million pound for someone his age just doesn't make sense um we'll be, they're talking about 30-35 million pound and realistically you're going to get one or two years out of him so again that one doesn't make sense if you're spending that sort of money um again Ramsdale. It's all well and good, um, wanting a nice uh, a young goalkeeper, but spending more than 10, 15 million pounds. I know people say he's been relegated twice, but, you know, we've just got rid of Martinez. So I would be hoping that we would be bringing in somebody um, for that sort of price that we sold Martinez for, not spending more unless the the, the goalkeeper is going to be our actual number one and is actually better than Leno, which we know Ramsdale isn't. Looking at potential outgoings, obviously there's been talk of Bellerin going, but there's also talk of him signing a new contract, which I, I, I don't see personally, but there hasn't been enough interest in Bellerin for my liking. So he could potentially be starting for Arsenal next season. Um, a new one coming out today is holding. Um, Newcastle looking at holding, which, again, if the money's right, I think it's something that we should be doing. We'll be having Saliba back next season, but I think if we sold Holding, we still got enough cover in that centre back position with Gabriel, with Ben White, with Mari, and obviously Chambers can play there. And if things get tight, 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 then obviously we could put Granite Jacker back there. But really, don't hope it ever comes to that. And obviously, if we could go to a back three and play um, Kieran Tierney back there, but um, yeah. I would personally, if we got sort of 15 million or more for holding, it's something that we've got to be looking at doing. Um, granted, Xhaka, that seems to have died up. It doesn't seem like anybody's interested in it, it looks like we're actually going to offer him a new contract. And I think this is what's making fans all doom and gloom about next season, that potentially two players that we wanted to get rid of in Bellerin and Xhaka could potentially be signing new contracts. Although I don't think the Bellerin one I don't think he will get a new contract, but I could see Xhaka getting a new contract. And the question you have to ask yourself is how much do they want to play for Arsenal? Because it looks like they both accepted um, moves away from Arsenal. So does it make sense giving them a new contract? How much are they going to want to play for Arsenal? Um, and obviously now Joe Willock looks like he's joining Newcastle for £25 million or around that fee. And for me, that's great business. Um we haven't seen enough um, of Joe Willock to say this guy should be starting for Arsenal. And I think it's a gamble worth taking. I know he had a very, very good end of season for Newcastle last season, but we don't play the same sort of football. He won't really have that sort of freedom at Arsenal to sort of do what he wants. He he played the number 10 role a couple of times for Arsenal, didn't really do much. Then he played in a two and it wasn't great either. I do like him, though. I did want to see him... Um, succeed at Arsenal but again it's the sort of money that you can't turn back uh, turn down sorry because 25 million you know they're sort of talking about that for um or at Lyon so if we could get that that's the sort of side I want to be seeing with that 25 million and not bringing in Ramsdale so are things as really bad as they seem I kind of see or I do see why everybody's so doom and gloom at the moment because obviously you know, as I mentioned before with the in and the Shaka thing, looking like we're selling them and then could be offering them a new contract and you know we was told that Arsenal were gonna go out and spend this summer but it's just been very, very slow and obviously we know that these things don't just happen overnight but there's literally a couple of days to the season starts and again it looks like it's all last minute dot com and like with last season we left Partey right to the last minute which you kind of hope or we just hope that we wouldn't be doing that again this season but it looks like we are and you know with the start that we've got it's just it's crazy it's crazy because we're starting obviously we should be able to beat brentford but then we've got man city and chelsea um, in the first three games and you know you don't really want to be playing them under strength now it looks like thomas is injured for those games so it looks like we still need another midfielder but again, we're leaving it last minute and, you know, the season could sort of be over before it's even started for us. Because if you lose your first, um, like two of your first three games, you know, you're already playing catch up and you don't really want to be doing that. And, you know, I know last season we were five, five or six points away from top four, which doesn't seem all doom and gloom, but it was those couple of months around Christmas where it was just so bad and we can't afford to let that happen again. Um, And the only way I I feel like we can stop those things from happening is having good squad depth and having that solid, you know, starting 11, which we thought we would have this season. But again, you know, it seems like we're playing catch up with everybody else that's making signings. I know not everybody has made signings, but you know, Leicester, Aston Villa, those teams that are in and around us are strengthening. And although we have strengthened, we did lose um, a few players in the summer. So it just seems like we've just replaced those, but we haven't actually got any better. So looking at the actual pre-season games, we started off with Hibbs, and we lost 2-1 to those uh, to them. So And then we played Rangers 2-2. Then we had two... Um, behind closed doors friendlies where we won both of those four one because obviously we couldn't fly out to america and then we had the stupid stupid i don't know whose idea this was but this mind series and obviously it's for a good cause but it was just stupid playing your two biggest london rivals in pre-season friendlies just before the season's about to kick off and you know one thing that i was worried about was injuries and you know we a sustained one in the Chelsea game, and then um, we almost could have got another one with Pepe through um, a bad challenge from Delielli. So I don't know whose idea it was to play. You know two of your biggest rivals or London rivals in pre-season friendlies. It's just it's it was, I was just flabbergasted. I couldn't believe what I was seeing when I saw that we'd be playing these two teams. And again, it isn't just us. It's quite a few teams across the board playing other premiership teams and stuff like that in preseason, it just it didn't make any sense to me. And again, when you think about psychology and stuff, what what how would those players be feeling if they've just lost those two games, you know, in preseason? Hopefully they would see it as just preseason and just um about getting minutes, but no matter if it's preseason or not, nobody likes losing football matches. So yeah, it wasn't the smartest um off decisions, whoever made it it was hard to take any sort of positives from those games. But for me, there were a few positives. Um, Ben White looking very, very comfortable um, against Spurs. Um, Lukonga looking um, very good in all of the matches, to be fair. And I think he's probably going to get more game time than we expected and probably wanted for him this season, but it looks like he could be ready. Um, He has the passing range and, um, I know they said that he could improve defensively, but I saw he won a few um, one-on-one battles um, in the Spurs game when I noticed that when Ben White was stepping out of defence, Lokonga's first thought was to fill that position, um, which I don't think Granite Xhaka does um, as well. Um, Granite Xhaka's good at it when it's, say, Kieran Tierney going forward. He fills in that left-back position, but in terms of the centre-back position, I would want... Lokonga to be feeling that just because of his pace, to be honest. Um, so he's definitely been um, one of the pluses. Um, how sharp Lacazette is looking, again, is definitely a plus. And also Pepe is looking hungry. So hopefully he can be consistent. I think it's down to him. I know um, um, Arteta does like to chop and change quite a bit but I think it's now down to Pepe to say listen I cost all this money I know it wasn't my fault that I cost all this money but I did cost all this money um, I'm going to get my head down and I'm just going to just play week and week out and show what I can really do because he, he doesn't score rubbish goals if we look at it he doesn't really score rubbish goals so we know that he's got that ability we know he's got the pace he's got the skill it's just mixing it all together and getting a player out of him and hopefully... He shows us a lot more. So with um Brentford only a few days away, um the team that I would like to see in that first match um would actually be Chambers playing right back, then Ben White and uh Pablo Mari in the middle, um Kieran Tierney on the left, Lakonga and Shaka in the middle, then Saka, Emma Smith Pepe and Abamyang um are hoping that the last couple of matches are nothing to go by and that he won't be playing Lacazette and Aubameyang together um when you're chasing a game it's it's all right flinging both of them on but i just don't want to see that combination again because it's just so unbalanced when both of them are playing it's not something i want to see again um this season it's going to be a big season for quite a few players we know what Saka's going to give you um hopefully he Recovers from what's happened in, in the summer which I think he will do um, but again he's going to have a big role to play um, where Arsenal finish this season Emma Smith-Rowe if he stays fit he's going to be he's got um half a season under his belt now so he knows what it takes to be a premiership footballer in terms of fitness wise because there was a few games where he was burning out so he's going to be fitter and stronger now so I'm expecting big things from Emma smith this season We've also got Pepe, who I'm expecting big things from. Balogun needs to, you know, he needs to show why um, he feels like he deserves a a starting place in this team. Obviously, Martinelli needs a chance to prove that he's good enough to be starting week in, week out. So, attacking-wise, I'm not too worried um, as much as other people are. Um, We do still create quite a few chances. It's just that we just don't, taken we don't ever look like scoring which is a bit weird for Arsenal because it was always that you know we couldn't defend but we could always score and I wonder if that is sort of what's happened that now we're so you know determined to not concede goals that it's um, stopping us from attacking and um, you know fulfilling our full attacking potential so hopefully we can get that balance um, this season and you know, we had the third best defence in the in the Premiership, even though we finished eighth. Um, our form from, you know, December onwards was quite good. Um, but as I said earlier, the teams in and around us have all strengthened. Spurs have now strengthened. And um, whether Kane stays or not, um, I think they'll be bringing in another couple of players Um Aston Villa have done good business even though they got um they had to sell Grealish. So obviously Man City and I got Grealish so they're stronger. Monday night they brought in Jaden Sancho. Um Chelsea are bringing in Lukaku. So, you know, although we brought in Ben White for big money, um that for for me that wasn't the signing that, you know, that is gonna wow and say, you know, we mean business. Um it's a signing that I felt that we needed because David Louise was our biggest ball-playing centre-back and just, you know, watching Ben White last season and what Ben White's done in a couple of games that he's been at Arsenal so far is that he's very comfortable in the ball. He's happy to step out of defence and take on a player or two to, to create chances and create space for other players to do their job. So, although it was a, a very good signing, um, I don't think that should be our marquee signing. So, I'm still Quietly confident that we're going to bring in one or two more players because again as I mentioned earlier that it is really about squad depth because already the season hasn't even started and we've got Thomas Partey out for the first uh, three weeks, Um, Eddie Nketiah out and he's not looking like he's going to be back till September then obviously we've got Gabriel that got injured um, while he's with the Brazilian squad and he may not be back for a couple of weeks too so Again, this is what I mean about squad depth. And, you know, we have added to it, but we still need more. And it's not just about signing any old player. It's about, you know, having players that are actually quality. But it also comes down to getting rid of players. And, you know, everybody's always, you know, sort of complaining, oh, we don't get enough for this player. or We don't get enough for that player. Or why don't we sell this player or sell that player? But, you know, if we're saying that these players are not good why would anybody else want to sign them? So, you know, you've got to, you know, sometimes we have to just step back and, um, you know, think with our heads and not with our hearts because, you know, we're all, we're all annoyed with Arsenal Football Club at the moment. You know, we, you know, we had great times with with Mr. Wenger. um, And then we were sort of promised that times would get even better when we moved to the Emirates and they've only just got worse, to be honest. And they're just seriously declining. And, I feel sorry for Arteta, um, because it was a it was a job he had to take, because it may not ever come again. So it was a job he had to take. But I feel like why would you take the job when you know you were part of Arsenal Football Club? You've been in there, you've seen how it's run. You know all the the problems that you know were wrong with Arsenal Football Club. And did you feel that you could come in and change things when you sort of have no experience? Um. I don't feel like he should have thought that he could change things, but fair play to him for, for trying. Um, but now he's going to take the brunt of all of these things because you know, we can't get to the guys at the top. We can't get to the owners. So if we can't get to the owners, then the people that we can get to are um, management and the players. And those those are the players that take the brunt of the thing, um, the anger from from fans, even though, you know, they do have a part to play in. You know, some of their results and their performances did let us down, but most of it is on the owners. But we can't get to the owners, so we're just going to go straight for Arteta and the players, to be honest. So, our first um, few matches of the season obviously, we start away at Brentford, which um, I will be a tough match, obviously, because Brentford are going to want to show that they want to be in this division and they should be in this division. Um, and it's an away match. And obviously, we've got a couple of players out. But um, we should have enough uh, to still beat Brentford away. Um, so, yeah, I will say that that would be three points for Arsenal. Um, then Chelsea at home. And I'm I'm quietly... I don't know why. I'm quietly confident um, about beating them. But obviously, they're going to have Lukaku you now. So, you know, they just won the Champions League. So, they're, they're, they're going to be on a high. But I think... Now is the time to play teams like Chelsea and Man City because it's the start of the season. Not everyone's going to be up to fitness. Um, They've all had long summers, so hopefully players are still going to be um, getting around to match fitness. Um, So I'm quietly confident about that Chelsea match, to be fair. Um, I think that we might nick a win in that one. Then we've got the second round of the Carabao Cup, which is crazy. I don't think I remember Arsenal ever coming into the second round um of the Carabao Cup but that is um in between uh the Man City game which um obviously I'm not looking forward to champions of, of, of England so that could be anything but I'm not I'm not um confident for that at all. Um and I think yeah they, they might they might beat us 1-0. Then we've got Norwich at home which I fully expect us to beat. Then Burnley away, which we should have won last season, but obviously individual mistakes again uh, let us down and uh, they got a point. Then we've got the third round of the Carabao Cup. Then we've got Tottenham Hotspur at home, which again, as long as we add to the squad, um, I'm very confident that we will beat Tottenham Tottenham at home on the 26th of September. Um, But... Yeah, I think the positives to look forward for this season are, again, just the young players. Um, you know, the older the older heads need to really pull their fingers out for this season, to be fair. Bamiyan, Lacazette, um, Granite, Xhaka, Bellerin, Leno. The, the ones that have been there and done it, they really need to step up and be counted and not letting Emma smith and Saka be the ones that, that push us through. Um you know, we know what we're going to get from Karen Tierney as well. Um, so he's going to be immense for us again next season. Um, Gabriel has now been there for a year, so he's more experienced. I think he's going to be a top player for us as well. Obviously, we've added Ben White. We know we know what he's about. The right-back position is the, the, the one position at the moment that really worries me. Um, although we've got players that can play there... Um, are they good enough to, to propel us forward? I'm not quite sure. I think, you know, with uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, I think if he just sat down with himself and said, listen, this is my only way to play for Arsenal um, and really got his head down, I think he can make that position his own and really do more than a good a good job at playing in that position. But I think he's got his heart set on playing centre midfield, which I don't think he's going to do for Arsenal. So, that could be one of the players that we look to move on because I don't think he's going to get too much game time for us um, this season. Their midfield, um, I'm happy with Partey and, and Xhaka. As much I know we uh, quite a few of us wanted Xhaka to, to to leave because I think it's more that does he really want to play for us? You know, he's been close to leaving twice now. So if someone's close to leaving twice, do they really, really want to play for us? I'm happy to start the season with those two, even though obviously we know Partey isn't fit. So can we get another player in like Basuma in that time? Um I rather doubt it. So hopefully that it's Lakonga and Xhaka and not um El Nenia and Xhaka. Um moving further up the pitch, you know, we've got um Pepe, we've got Saka, we've got Emil Smithro, you know, we've got Lacazette, Aubameyang, Yang. Uh, Martinelli, you know Aziz to come through as well. Balogun, we've got enough quality in those four positions to to do damage, but for whatever reason, it just wasn't clicking last season, and we really, really need to make it click this season. So hopefully, um, I could get them playing together, and you know, just just see that beautiful football that we we all love seeing in in Wenger's era Um, but yeah just we've got the place to do it but it just hasn't looked like happening so I think that is the reason why we've been looking at another number 10 that can you know is a bit more proactive on the ball and can make things happen as much as I like oh god I I felt everything was a bit slow but I feel like Madison would be a bit quicker with getting things started and then as I said earlier, I think we need a, a striker that's just going to finish these chances because Lacazette gets big goals and big games, but he also misses some real stinkers. So I think that is an area that we really, really, really need to look at. I know we've got Martinelli and Balogun, so maybe they can you know get more game time and, and show what they can do. But obviously without Europe, that's less games for them to get match matches in. So... That is one of the um, sort of disappointing things of missing out on Europe. No matter what European competition it is, it meant that some of the younger players got minutes which they won't be getting this season. And it's just, it's big for Obamyang. You've signed this big contract, you're the captain of the club. Show us why you've got all this money, show us why you're the captain. Really lead from the front this season because, you know, in, in pre season he hasn't. He's just looked like the same Obamyang at the end of last season. There's just, just something wrong and we don't know what it is. But hopefully come next week, um, Friday, or this week, Friday, sorry, he can just dust off, off the cobwebs or whatever is on his mind or whatever is in his heart. I, don't, I just don't know what it is, but just hopefully that he can get rid of it all and just, just start firing all cylinders again. So what are my expectations for the season? Well, I, I actually think Arsenal are going to finish 6th or 7th this season. I think we will improve on last season. Is 6th or 7th good enough? No, it isn't. But it's a step in the right direction. Um, what can make Arsenal challenge for the top four? Um, I think we're going to need stronger heads in uh, midfield. I think we need a right back. I think we need a number 10. And I think we will need another option up front if we really, really want to challenge for top four. But... Currently, um, we are eighth. Um, The team, the squad that we have, they're about eighth. The players that we signed haven't really made us make that step up from eighth to seventh. But you know what? I do have faith in this team. And I think, you know, with the crowds being back, it might actually make it worse for us, to be honest. But um, because I don't feel like the way the fans are talking, I know it's just football Twitter, but the way the fans are talking, I don't think... A lot of them really want to be behind the team. I think they're going to be trying to get Kroenke out, trying to get Arteta out. So it could be very, very negative at the Emirates this season. But hopefully it's not. Hopefully um, the fans do push the players on and push us up the table Um but yeah, I'm quietly confident that we're going to finish 6th, um, 4th, 7th this season. So there you have it. That was my review of preseason and how I feel Arsenal are going to do this year. So make sure that you subscribe to the Away Days channel because we'll be doing um, more previews and reviews over there. Um, we've got the Brentford game coming up, so that will be a preview and a review there. We'll be doing transfer news up until the transfer window closes. So make sure that you subscribe to that channel and see you all soon. Thomas, no!